Hello and welcome to the PLUS podcast. I'm Rachel Thomas. Last week, the Science Museum in London unveiled the designs for its new maths gallery to open in 2016. As you'd expect, the design is very mathematical. The overall layout of the gallery is based on a turbulence field of an aircraft, something that's mathematically described by the Navier-Stokes equations. And the gallery will be filled with beautiful mathematical surfaces, which actually all derive from a single mathematical equation. Zaha Hadid herself trained as a mathematician, and as lead designer of the project, Shahjay Bhushan told us, mathematics is a fundamental part of the work that they do. We started off by asking him how they came up with their design for the gallery. Um, yeah, the brief was uh, fairly clear in terms of what they wanted uh, the, the the gallery to do for for the visitors. Uh, they had three clear sections that it it is more about the everyday implications of mathematics that we see all around us, uh, and also to highlight some of. Um, the contributions of women in mathematics and um, and lastly also like the the tools and instruments that mathematicians use to uh, live in their world that affects us all uh, so and then there was a clear so we decided um, that the the, the airplane should be a central figure in, in, in our proposal and also that we should provide a kind of um, abstract environment. So our main concepts was uh, related to hanging things in a kind of white box. Yeah. So it's a, it's rel- uh, so it's related to mathematics uh, and not so much to the, the rest of the... Uh, the museum as such, but it, it is to provide a kind of hermetic, uh, contemplative environment in which people can uh, engage with uh, all the all the curatorial work. So it's um, kind of like of, entering an abstract mathematical space as opposed to a part of the the museum. Yes, itself. just to yeah, exactly, just to provide a like a kind of uh, yeah that you're in some other space so that you can begin to speculate more freely. And um, obviously one of the really striking things about this final design is the layout based on the sort of turbulence field around around the yes. plane. Um, do you know, have you got any information about why the plane is a centrepiece for, for, the, for the maths gallery? Uh, yeah, that was uh, the curate uh, part of the curatorial brief that uh, it is about the everyday applications or the deep implications of mathematics in in, in our in, in our lives, and um, so that particular aircraft is uh, is one of the first um, uh, mathematical competitions that were was conducted to basically make flying safer for uh, commercial use or passenger use uh, so uh, so it was it's it's a one of a kind airplane and so we wanted it uh, the um, the director or the curate lead curator wanted it to have a central place and we thought we can give it like uh, uh, we visualize the kind of uh, metaphorically the the turbulence around it and everything kind of stems from the from the aircraft 
so it's almost like a uh, aircraft in a wind tunnel kind of uh, kind of physically manifested so when you um the aircraft the turbulence field around the aircraft uh, was that did you generate that um using computer models, using Navy Stokes yes. equations or something like that? Yes, uh, yeah, so we use a uh, simplified version of like Navy or Stokes simulation that's available in uh, uh, a lot of the animation um, uh, software. So it's physically based, but it's not physically exact, uh, but it's more like a kind of um, analogous way to emphasize the point that that it, it is a central element in in the in the museum. And behind the plane are these incredibly beautiful um, sort of minimal surfaces. Are they yeah. based on sort of shapes within the turbulence field, or did you come up yeah. with some other reason for those? Uh, no, the the the, uh, the vitrines or the show the both the big uh, pods, the hovering pods, and also the smaller showcases. They all come from a kind of parametric family of surfaces, um, but they're aligned to the the turbulence field. Uh, again, just to emphasize the um, idea of the, the kind of smooth harmonic field that surrounds the uh, surrounds like uh, moving objects. Uh, so, but the surfaces themselves are like a kind of uh, kind of uh, iso like a isosurface of a scalar field. Uh, and we were particularly interested in those particular uh, scalar field because it has it had a, a lot of variety like sur in terms of surfaces uh, so we could easily house uh, objects of very diff uh, differing sizes and um, so yeah so it could it could belong to the same family but then you know be the repeats of the same mm. i mean it's really beautiful being able to play with the parameters and change it so much did you did you, I mean, did you develop that equation yourselves, or is that something that you came up with from somewhere else? Or? Yeah, it's uh, we've um, yeah we found the equations and the initial implementation uh, in MATLAB uh, uh, at, uh, as a demonstration project in Wolfram, uh -huh. uh, and then we made our own implementation based on that equation yeah. within our CAD packages, so that we can manipulate the parameters uh, and position them spatially. Uh, because MATLAB is not a very spatial software, so we took the equation and implemented it uh, within within our CAD packages. And with the um, obviously, this design is very mathematical and very mathematically inspired. Um, yeah. Um, we're sort of familiar with with other interviews with architects and designers that maths often plays a role in the design process or design tools. I mean, do you find you use mathematics for other work apart from obviously mathematical ones like this? Yeah, I mean, like on a day, uh, day in and day out, like, yeah, uh, we, a lot of our work is like writing little uh, apps or applets to explore geometry and how it can be optimized for multiple criteria both for uh, spatial criteria or aesthetic criteria or fabrication criteria or structural criteria. So yeah, constantly we are writing code and of course code is just a way of uh, 
manifesting like the mathematics behind all of these things. So do you have a mathematical background yourself? Uh, I don't have a formal background in mathematics, but uh, yeah, growing, I've grown with the company for the last seven years, and as as the, the design processes got more complex, uh, we've kind of learned like all the ma uh, some of the math that goes uh, that makes our lives easier. So math is now sort of part of the toolkit of of um, designers and architects. Uh, yeah, I mean, increasingly so for all, uh, like the newer generations of designers across across the world. Like, um, they might not know exactly the, they might not have a formal backing of mathematics, but they do understand a lot of the things that go into, you know, generation of graphics is essentially, computer graphics is essentially a lot of linear algebra and calculus. So. Uh, yeah, so we have a kind of intuitive grasp of, of mathematics in that sense. So it's applied mathematics. Uh, we won't be capable of producing theoretical mathematics, but uh, yeah. So. And, and what is your favorite part of the final design? Do you have a particular part of it that you find very satisfying or, or the, over the overall design? Yeah, I think it's more that the things came together like between the designers and the engineers and the lead curator and the curatorial team. Like uh, it was very satisfying that it was uh, things, you know, were like uh, uh, things fell in place. Like as we had more and more conversations, things became more refined and kind of integrated, so things don't seem out of place. Uh, uh, so it's it's a kind of deeply visceral project for all of the people who worked on it that uh, because the firm uh, has been like advocating and promoting you know new tools and new ways of thinking and designing um, and so this becomes a perfect demonstrator of like uh, kind of our new capacities let's say as designers mm. so it's not it's not particular moments but it's like the, the the spirit of the project that that's the most satisfying when you when you said it's sort of about how everything fits together it sort of reminds me yeah. a little bit of when you finish a mathematical proof and it's kind of it's everything you need is there but nothing extra and all the parts make it make it a whole yeah exactly yeah so, it, so it's not a book proof it's a kind of more elegant yeah. proof like that things slowly move towards uh, yeah that, that that the end result is seems simple and that that's the most satisfying that uh, all the effort that goes into making it simple and tangible that's that's brilliant well we really look forward to um walking through the gallery and seeing the exhibits in in real life in a in a about 18 months time yeah we uh, we're very excited uh, to to see it through to completion and i'm sure there will be many more instances where uh, in a daily application wise maths and physics will come come to uh, come to the foreground in in the process of designing it and getting it made If you'd like to catch an early glimpse of the gallery before it opens in 2016, take a look at plus.maths.org where we have pictures of all the mathematical designs. That's it for this Plus podcast. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.